I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, this is Ramesh here. Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. I'm talking quickly and quietly because I've just arrived on set at this sitcom I'm doing and I realized that I forgot to do this intro. Uh, so welcome. I uh, hope you're well. Today's guest is Sarah Callahan, uh, a comic that I've been a fan of for a while, very honest uh, comedian, which is why I like her, um, and also has a bit of a different spin because she hasn't been into hip-hop for ages and ages, she's got into it relatively recently, so uh, somebody with a bit of a different take on things. Uh, the other thing I'd say is because I was suffering from jet lag, I drank a lot of coffee before we did this record, and I sort of was like pissed on it. You'll see when you listen to it, but I, I, I was sort of off my tits. Uh, so the conversation meanders quite a bit. So I guess arguably there's less hip hop than in this episode than some of the nerdy ones, mainly because I went off on a tangent. So uh, feel free to tweet me about that and tell me how you think it's shit. Uh, but it's a great episode. I think you're going to enjoy it. My recommendation uh, for this week's episode is Zarface and Doom. I don't know if you know Zarface, but Zarface is basically seven L and esoteric formed a group with Inspector Debt from the Wu-Tang. They've done some stuff with Doom before. They've just released an album with Doom. And uh, I read reviews of it, and uh, the reviews aren't great. They think that it's sort of a bit regressive, and, well, they said it's sort of okay. All of the reviews I've read of it said it's sort of okay. But um, I listened to it, and I think it's fucking wicked, man. So that, honestly, I can't stop listening to it. So that is my recommendation. Also, another album I've been listening to that um, I haven't listened to as much, but I think I'm going to move on to as soon as I'm done with um, Zarface and Doom, is Fonte. Fonte from Little Brother's got a solo album out, uh, another solo album called No News Is Good News, and it's great, man. I really, really like it. So uh, there you go. Those are my recommendations. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye. This is the Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back, because it's time for the podcast. Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Uh, I'm joined by Rui Madge. How you doing, mate? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. What have you. you been up to? You normally ask me. Oh, yeah. I have been... <laughs> uh, I've put on weight. I've oh. fucked up. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm so, starting my regime next dude, week. Dude, you can't just keep every time saying you're starting. It's, like, you know it's been I'm a doing? month I'm just going to eat soup for lunch. Is that what your plan yeah, is? Yeah, that's my plan. So do you know what I've done? Yeah. Um, first of all, I ate too much and I forgot. that I, was, like, I didn't forget. I yeah. just away and I fucked up. But um, that fitness pal, have you got the fitness pal app? Mm-hmm. It's where like everything you eat, you enter it into the thing and it tells you how many calories it is. Oh, God. But you can scan the barcode and shit like that. Can I'll you? Doing and does that. it work on everything? It's worked on everything I've tried, but I haven't tried like magazines or anything. I've tried like <laughs> I've like put it on all the food stuff yeah. I've tried so far. What do you think been... the most fattening magazine is? <laughs> I'd go Grazia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing that and just work. And then you can like go like so. Say for example, you always like eating uh, three avocados 
on toast. Yeah. Th- if that was your thing. You can't scan that in, can you? No, you can't. No. But what you can do is you can program it in once mm. and go like hangover breakfast. Right. And then it's stored. So you've got that bank of shit. Do you know what I mean? Good. And then you can work out what your calorie is. I'm going to get that. You should get it, man. Yeah, well. And good. Yeah. And um, I'm going back to personal training tomorrow. So really? I've had two weeks off. So do it's very you, exciting um, times for me. The thing that always puts me off about that is just having to sort of chat. It's like when you get your hair cut, I can't be bothered to yeah. engage in conversation. Well, I imagine it's much more intimate when you... He stopped talking trailer. to me now. Oh, that's great. Because, but, like, we sort of initially, when we did it, when we were getting to know each other, like, he chatted and, like, we did... He, got, he got to know you. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, I'm doing it first thing in the morning. I just don't want to fucking talk. Got do you to know you, so, got to know you. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, now, occasionally he'll ask a question when I'm in the middle of a set. Mm. But most of the time, we just sort of don't talk now. So the question's like, what, what the hell are you doing? Well, he knows Lisa, yeah. he knows Lisa oh, okay. quite well. So right. he'll go, how's Lisa? I, I don't know why I had to give an example <laughs> of a question you might ask about someone. <laughs> so he knows my wife. So he yeah. might go, how's your wife, mm. for example? Um, yeah, so we don't really chat. We just, I just smash through the right. thing and then he leaves. Okay. Yeah, but it's good. Mm. Um, so what are you going to do? Eat soup for lunch? Eat soup for lunch and sort of think about doing some exercise. My wife's bought a soup maker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's another interesting anecdote. <laughs> so you just throw the shit in a thing and then you wait for a bit and then soup comes out. Great. Yeah, Isn't that should just get a one blender? of those. Pardon? Isn't that just a blender? No, dude. Like a blender, you have to fucking actually make the soup and you uh-huh. blend the thing. This thing, you just chop it up, throw it in there. So you don't need to like peel a potato or. I don't know what. Right. I don't know what. I don't know what level the ingredients have to be when they go in there. Yeah. But I, I think it's fine. This is the bit where we introduce our guest. How long do you think we can drag this conversation out? I don't know. I'm, try- I'm sort of looking. So our Sarah, guest today our is guest Sarah, Sarah Callahan, yeah. And we just said to Sarah before we started recording, we do a little bit of shit chat. Mm. And I'll just be watching and just go, I can't fucking believe they're talking about this. And we're on our second coffee. <laughs> we're fucking off our tears. <laughs> Sarah, do you like soup? Love soup. Yeah? yeah. You're in the right place. We said to Sarah... Before it started, we said, if there's anything you find interesting, jump in. And she said, fucking, she's been like an elective mute the whole time we've been talking. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Cheers, thanks for having me. Uh, how's life? Yeah, good, man. Yeah? Good, yeah. Um, have you just come from abroad? Not here, but like, have you been abroad recently? Not recently. I wish Are you going I abroad? I'm going to uh, New Zealand next month. To do festivals. the comedy festival, yeah, yeah, in Wellington, Auckland. So. Have you done it before? No, I'm well excited. No, I've never, I've, last two years I've been to Australia, right? And that's been amazing. Like the crowds there are just so sick. Mm. So I'm hoping New Zealand for the same. Um, what did you do in Australia? Did you do Melbourne and Sydney? I did Sydney and Perth. Right. What's Perth like? Because I never did that when I did. It was good. Like it's quite a quiet town. There's not much to do around there, but um, like the, the crowds are good. The theatres are good. Right. Do they like actively follow British comedians, or are they they're sort of marketed to them? Well, yeah, it will say like UK or Ireland in like brackets and stuff. Right. So they come like I've only been out there for two years, but I'm getting like return customers come to my shows and right. stuff because like I did a show and like, I'm from Uxbridge and I mentioned it in one of my shows. Big up Uxbridge, uh, yeah. Any, any Uxbridge <laughs> now? Ten, and uh, fucking so I was there and this couple came up to me. They were so drunk at the end. They were like, oh, we love the show. I was like, thank. And they were like, we're from Watford. I was thinking, oh God, it's not really Uxbridge, is it? Like, but thank you for coming. I appreciate it. <laughs> but it's like you were saying about having to talk to people. I felt yeah. like obliged to then talk a little bit about Watford. I'm like, oh, this is so boring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, um, no, it, nice. in America, they're so obsessed with credits, right? So like, when it, when they bring you on at a club, they'll go, 
Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You'll have seen him on da 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 da. Obviously, none of my, not, no British critics mean anything really you know, in the US, but they just pick a random thing. It's like sweat the small stuff. Yeah, no, it would be like that. It would be like that. Like, short, like Sean, <laughs> Sean Walsh was like telling he was over in, in the States and he said they put, you'll have seen him on Play to the Whistle. And like, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with Play to the Whistle. I was on that show. But, I don't travel. think nobody in, nobody in New York is going fucking finally. Yeah. Well, let's play to the whistle guys. Just come out. <laughs> um, but the audiences are good. At, I love the audience mm. in Australia. Wicked, right? Yeah, they're really up for it. Like, I feel like they really like appreciate comedy. Yeah, British comedy fans. What Sarah's saying is you fucking suck. Mm. Yeah? yeah. Step your game up. You don't appreciate enough. Is that, that's what you're getting at, right? That's basically what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Fuck London. Um, so, good. Well, listen, thanks very much for coming. Um, did you come from Ox- Uxbridge today? I did, yeah. Can I talk to you? Sorry, uh, by the way, I don't know if you can tell, we've had a lot of coffee. Yeah. But um, I want to talk to you about Coach Trip before yeah. we get oh, to hip Oh, fucking hell. Is that a TV show? <laughs> yeah. Sarah was on it with her mum. Really? Recently, we were back in the day. I can't believe you brought this up. You're the guy I work with invented that format. <laughs> what? Andy Burton. He came Did, up with the format. Oh, so is amazing. that amazing? Yeah. Do you get a lot it. of money for that? For making no, up a format? Probably not, because like he probably sort of did it under a for a company, production company. Oh yeah, yeah, then they own everything. Yeah. That's the shit part of that, isn't it? Yeah, horrible. Um so listen, do you, we don't have to talk about this if you don't want to, but <laughs> no, you talk about I it. watched every episode you're on. Did you? I, well I've what, watched it run for like a week a, like a week or whatever. Yeah, what do they do? Sure. They do it runs for, I don't know how long for quite quite a long time. Yeah. I was only on uh, for like four or five episodes because right, right. I came like towards the end, and then right. it, and then they chose the winner and they just kept right. me on. Uh, but I did so, get a yellow card. So, but you were a comedian at the time you did it, weren't you? <sighs> yeah. So what? Do you regret it or something? I regret telling people that I because I wasn't a comedian, but I thought it'd be an interesting thing to say about me. Right. So I was like, I should have said I do comedy, mm. but I was I was like, I'm a comedian. So the whole time it's just like. Fucking hell, tell me a joke then. And it was like, because I'm getting to know people, I'm trying to, you know, getting to know people and like making, you know, putting my best self forward because I don't want to get voted off. And obviously I'm with my mum. Yeah. And then we get a yellow card straight away because they were like, well, she hasn't told me any jokes. Right. I'm like, I shouldn't have said that because now they're expecting me to yeah. be funny, you know. Did they, I'm so, sure in your intro bit, didn't they, did they film you at a gig or something? Nah. I'm sure there was footage of you, I'm just, maybe I just made this up. Yeah. When I, when I applied for a visa to go to the States, they said to me, um, the guy at the, at the US Embassy said to me, uh, it says here you're a comedian. And I said, yeah. And he goes, you haven't been funny or even smiled during this interview. Tell and I was place. like, because I'm trying to get in the fucking country. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I swear you're not even allowed to smile in those days, are you? It's so weird, though. When you say to you, you're a comedian, I've, I've genuinely had people go, like when I've gone out, with my, I've met up with my brother or something, and he's told his, and he said, oh, Romish is my brother. And they've gone, you're just not, you're not anything like, what I expected, like you're not funny at all, mm. really, are you? In real life, that's the only. Is there other other professions where you introduce as that? Like, if you tell someone what your job is, is it what what other profession is there? I think doctors. Like, I think doctors, oh, doctors get a lot of shit. Like, yeah. like, like not like you know, you'll go, I'm a doctor, and then they'll, and then they'll undo their flying. They go, what is yeah, this yeah. on the inside of my car? <laughs> I, I think that I think that probably does happen. Yeah. Or like or um like builders or whatever. Yeah. Decorators and shit. Estate like agents as well. Like, so if you tell someone you're an estate oh, agent value. straight away, you're like, oh, you're a prick then. Yeah. yeah. Estate <laughs> agents are pricks. They are pricks, yeah. My brother's an estate agent. Yeah. 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 Fucking cunt. <laughs> brother's a cunt. <laughs> I think the first time we met was at Amuse Moose, the competition. Do you remember? What, you were MC in it? 
You've uh, been in it, would you? I was in it. Fuck off. I was in it. I'm sure I was in it. I'm sure. How long have you been doing 2010? stand-up then? Uh, like eight years, nine years. Oh, but, you're a dickhead. Why? I've been going eight years. Look at his fucking career compared to mine. <laughs> Do you know what that is, though, don't you? Yeah, you know what that is, though, don't you? Ethnic minority, mate. <laughs> That is fucking purely what it is. I'm like the Eminem of British comedy. <laughs> I've ridden my race all the way to the fucking TV. No, I'm joking. Um, what do you think of comedy competitions? I think they're good when you like with your first start. Like, it's something to say, oh, I was in the final of this or whatever, and it's good to meet people and stuff like that. But I mean, I think these comedians that do them like 10 years into a career, yeah. it's like just give up. Man. Fucking lose. Because I don't, I don't think they do too much for your career, really. I, I, I don't know. So I know so many I, comedians that have been going for so long and they keep doing it. Do you, know what, like, do you know what I felt like you were doing there? I felt like you were going into a rant about comedians that have been going for a few... And then you started in, like doing a little Wikipedia check if there's anyone you know and like. But <laughs> He's still doing it. Do you know what I've done so many... Do you know why? It's because I've done so many podcasts recently when they've... Uh, before they've released it, they've sent it back to me and like, oh, just like make sure... And I just sound like a complete dickhead. I just like start ripping people and I feel like... I oh, wicked, just watch, this is good. Watch, yeah, yeah. watch, watch my mouth a bit. I've got so many stories about Coach Chip. I was like, no, don't say that. Um, did, so did you like doing Coach Chip? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it was wicked. Because like, I watched the show anyway. So I was just like, when mm. I applied for it, I was like, yes. And then, um, then we else, got on it. Didn't um, So many comics have actually yeah. done it, you know. Joey... Joey... Joey Page? Yeah, Joey did Page did it. But a lot of these Ooh. things, you see them on Dinner Date, Come Dine With Me, fucking Kate Smurfway was on Couples Come Dine That's With Me. That's right, yeah, yeah. Like, and all this young, um, what's the other she one, First Dates, like, yeah. oh, like, comedians pop up everywhere, I think, yeah. fucking hell. Yeah. So Coach Ship was alright, mm. I think, out of all of them. Did you, uh, did you do it because you just wanted to do it and you watched it, or did you do it because you thought this would be a good thing to get on TV? Oh, no, 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 it was like, I loved the show and I just wanted a free holiday, like. Yeah. We went to all the Northern Lights and shit. We went like sledging with, um, with um, huskies and it was like right. it was banging. It was, and what's and it, all, all, like? all paid for. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Exactly what you see. Like, right. Yeah. I was hoping he'd be a bit different, but. And is nice. it like, um, is it is it as cutthroat as it seems? On yeah, well, cutthroat. And people talk about who they're voting for and stuff. So it's all kind of you Openly know what's going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like you'll say, look. So you meet up with another couple and you're like, if you vote. For Karen and Sarah, yeah. Then I'll vote for blah blah blah. And that means no one gets to go and all this sort of stuff. So it's like people, you're not supposed to. You get told off, but everyone yeah. does. You know what I mean? But then, uh, yeah, I still, I sealed the deal. I sealed the deal for us because we were going to get voted off. Yeah. I think not because they didn't like us, but just like they wanted to keep the original people on. And then on Saturday night, I fucked this geezer in the igloo. And then so that. Whoa, kind of whoa, 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 yeah, yeah. whoa. What do you mean you fucked a geezer in an igloo? So basically, we were staying in You can't in say igloo. that like I went and bought some milk. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, how did it come to pass? Is this exclusive? Every, no. Have yeah. you told me? Yeah. So how did it come to pass that you fucked a geezer in an igloo? Because everyone was like drunk and stuff. Because the Ch- Channel 4 just like paid for all your drinks and right. that. So, and then we were staying in these igloos uh, underneath the Northern Lights. It's actually yeah. like, really good, actually. And then um, Were they nice igloos? They were, Yeah, so they weren't actually made of... Ice. Right. It was like plastic. Right. And then they had beds inside with a, like electric blanket. And so it, well, they were cute, mm. but they're like house. grand to like do that. Usually, it's like literally five grand for one night. So the right. fact mm. we were doing it for free, it was well good. Yeah. You thought I need to fuck someone? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How so can I make I really this more romantic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it just happened basically. And then the next day, was it a geezer? One of the other people on the trip? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Brendan. Uh, one of the couples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was Brendan. <laughs> It was a coach driver. <laughs> Yellow card for anal. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, so after that we got kept on. So I was like, oh, phew. We all made right. it right to the end. So, it's all so right. you really put yourself out there. Yeah. You thought, I'm going to have to fucking 
pull out the stops if my personality yeah. can't get me to the end. <laughs> Maybe my fanny can. Here's a little bit that we like to call. How did you get into hip hop? Right now, anyway, let's get to the fucking subject matter. So, Sarah, you are a hip hop fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you get into it? Um, I was like a late bloomer. Like a lot of people, you know, they grow up in hip hop or whatever, but it's mm. like I never really, like I had it around me, especially like obviously in the 90s and stuff, like growing up and my brother would listen to things. And But when I really started getting into it was, I was about 20. Right. Um, I was just listening to the radio. It's like just by chance. And I heard um, Kendrick Lamar's Poetic Justice, right. which in hindsight is a pretty shit song. But I heard it. I was like, oh, it's cool. So I'm... With a little it. Janet Jackson sample and all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So I go- so I googled it. Yeah. And then like found out it was him, and then started like downloading all his stuff. And then mm. after that, I was like, fuck. So and he was the one that's kind of excited me into it, and then I just started listening to other things. I recognize your fragrance. Hold up, you ain't never gotta say shit. Uh, and I know you taste this a little bit. Mm, high maintenance. Uh, everybody else basic. You live life on an everyday basis with poetic justice. Poetic justice. If I told you that a flower bloomed in a dark room, would you trust it? I mean, I write poems in these songs dedicated to you win. So what did you listen to before that? Before that was more just like indie, right. rock and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then so you got into Kendrick. So what, what album was it that you first listened to that you liked of his? The first one was Good Kid Mag City. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go back through the archive. So once I liked that, it was Section 80, overly dedicated, and then that, and then I started finding out about um, Black Hippie and stuff, and J Rock, Schoolboy Q, Absol, and going through their bits, and yeah, it was just it blew my mind because mm. I'd never heard anything like it. You know what I mean? Because everyone can like you hear rappers, but for me, what he's doing is so much different. Like, why do you think it's different? I mean, what? Why did Kendrick get you in and nobody else did? Like, what, what do you think it is? Just because he's like conscious, he's like a conscious rapper, yeah. um, which I'd never heard before. And at the time, like my friend is like, she's very into all that sort of stuff. So I was like learning a few bits and bobs from her, and then hearing him repeat that, and like it's kind of the whole fucking like woke mu- movement, which I'm kind of Rue Madge's woke, aren't you? You're woke. Yeah, <laughs> it's all that coffee. You consider yourself yeah. woke. <laughs> so the hot water. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! So like bring him in like yeah. like a Bring him in with a surprise and he just fucking drops that gold. Yeah, like, <laughs> so good. Anyway, sorry, carry on, Seth. Um, so, yeah, it was that. And just like, the, just the, I suppose a bit like, you know, Eminem, where he does like the like, different voices and mm-hmm. how it's like characters, like all his songs are like stories, you know? Yeah. And uh, for me, it's it's art, you know what I mean? It's, it's obviously it's rap, but it's it's so poetic and it's it's, it's it's all his albums, especially, like there's a beginning, middle, and end. And yeah, it's artwork, man. Like it's fucking amazing. So he definitely got me into it the most. He, he got my ears picked up. Not. Um, do you think his voice helps? He's got kind of a funny voice, hasn't he? I like it. So many mm. people like, they either like love or hate Kendrick. And when I try and defend him, I'm like, I like his voice. It's yeah. good. Especially out of all them lot, obviously the black hippie lot, like they came, they came up together and then you can understand, like they're all good, I think, in their own right, but you can definitely understand why Kendrick was the only one that's gone, you know. Yeah. Because um, he's like a, me- he's a megastar now, right? Oh that's yeah, huge. he's massive. Yeah. Massive, massive. Yeah. Like I always thought, why did he, when he did that bit on um, the Taylor Swift tune? I'm thinking, you're a sellout. Like, why have you done that? But then I found out how much they get paid just for that tiny bit. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> understand. It's weird, though, isn't it? I remember when uh, Jim when Wu Tang did that song with Texas. They did. Jim, no. Do you know remember. that? I generally don't. What's remember. the What's the big? Do you, I mean, Sarah, you're so much younger than us. So this is like really <laughs> fucking. You're just sitting there going, okay. 
but Texas, what was the was big it? song they did? Say What You Want. Yeah, it? what, did they do a remix of it? They did a remix of it with Wu-Tang. It's just Method Man just fucking chatting shit. What like, Say what you want. And the Method going, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to hear that right now. <laughs> Uh, can we drop it in now, please? Yeah. Full, but by the way, I don't just want to snip it. Mm. Play the whole fucking tune. Nobody go to the guard, say so. You got a second or more to run for the dough. Before I blow back off the map, contact. You didn't know stack could get down like that. And when I get that freedom, I yeah. can go yeah. along the slide. I can go along the roll, no, no, no. So you got into Kendrick. There, what is the song? I, Basically, I've had too much coffee, and oh. I'm tri- I am slightly. Uh, I feel a bit trippy. Yeah, enjoy. There's it. a thick. What's the thing about where he, is he straps straps the Eiffel Tower to his dick so he can fuck the whole world? I pray my dick get big as the Eiffel Tower so I can fuck the world for seventy-two hours. Goddamn. You know, yeah. Yeah. So I was chatting to somebody about that, but they're saying the scale of that is wrong because, like, even if your dick was the size of the Eiffel Tower, mm. the Earth's vagina would be much big. Like. And you're to fuck e- for 72 hours. That's like, it, yeah. It's a long time. Yeah, you can't, um, you wouldn't even be touching the sides. That's, do you know what I mean? Why do you think the Earth would have quite a tight fanny then? No, but you think about the scale of the Earth. Mm. The Eiffel Tower is like a pinprick on it, mm. right? You'd have to, Yeah. your dick would have to be much bigger to fuck the world for 72 hours. Wasn't mm. that, was that a Keith Murray The Earth Murray would have lyric? to be insane. I'd stick my dick in the ground and turn the whole world around. Is that Keith Murray or Maybe. AZ? He says something about an organic yeah. compound as well, doesn't he? <laughs> Keith Murray, this is sort of Keith Murray lyric. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so, um, the first album you liked, what did you think of uh, the second one? Uh, to Pimp Butterfly, was yeah. that the one? <sighs> that was a bit too much for me, to be fair. Thank you. So, um, I thought it was too much. Yeah, like, as, as, as a... Uh, as a <laughs> <laughs> I sounded like... So I sounded like... dying just, to talk about this. You just... <laughs> Said that your favourite brand of cupcakes was the same as like, yes, <laughs> finally, <laughs> lilies, right? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, to Pippa mm-hmm. Butterfly. Yeah, yeah like yeah. as as a collection of words, like, as a whole thing, it's like it's amazing, it's incredible. Right. But one, he longed it out, which pissed me off anyway. I'm just like, just release it, man. Yeah. Two, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit heavy. Like for me, it's like you always got to think, where am I going to be listening to this music? Chilling at home in my car at a party, fucking in an igloo. Fucking yeah. in igloo. Yeah. Like, um, if none of those, if you're never going to listen to it in any yeah. of those, I, I listen to it and I'm like, when would I ever just sit and chill to this? It's, it's very angry, it's very in your face. There's a couple of tunes in there that are all right, but yeah, I didn't really like the album as a whole yeah. at all. Nah, nah. And then Damn? Oh, I fucking love it. Yeah. I thought that was wicked. I'm so glad I mean, he went back to just kind of fun tunes. So there's all different types of tunes. There's like love ones, there's like fucking political ones, you know what I mean? And it's just... That's definitely one that I can listen to in the car or anywhere, really. Yeah. I love that album. It's a weird album because it doesn't... I mean, I'm just thinking, like, it's got loyalty on it, which is quite catchy. Mm. But it doesn't have any tunes on it that you think are obviously going out to be the big hit. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, it's just a very cohesive, great album. Right? Mm. Um, the cover is weird, isn't it? Well, did you hear they were going to do this thing? So it's going to be called Damnation. Right. And then it was like, so he was going to release two albums back to back. And it was all over the internet. I was like, fucking hell, like, oh my God, I can't believe he's doing this. So yeah. like, it was about being the devil and the same. I don't know any of this. Yeah, but... so I saw it, but it was all just a myth. It was a lie, but it right. all made sense. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely something he would do. So, and then they even had the track listing. I mean, someone's gone to like a big like extent to fucking lie about it. Yeah. But um, that would have been a really cool idea. Yeah. But um, yeah, it never happened in the end. But I just don't like, because Kendrick, obviously at the time that Dam came out, he was already huge, right? 
And then it's just a photo of him just looking a little bit ropey. Mm. Um, Outside the studio or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm just amazed that they let him do it. I guess he'd let him do whatever he wants. But, mm. like, I got into trouble when I did my first Edinburgh poster because I wasn't looking at the camera. And um, <laughs> Why would you get in trouble for that? Well, they said I couldn't use it as a poster mm. because... You have to be looking down the barrel of the camera, apparently, to do it. Really? That's stupid. I've seen so many posters where yeah. people are looking away. Like. Yeah, well, if you look at Romcom, the classic 2013 Edinburgh <laughs> show, you will see that I'm looking to the side. But that mm. was one of the most controversial moments of my career. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done one of those sort of comedian ones when they're, like, holding the Oh, my God, head? it's like the, the inside that's, lining of the blazer. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the yeah. famous one for men to do. Or holding a microphone just to show that you are a stand-up comedian. <laughs> yeah. It's like laughing at someone. <laughs> The scratch no, the head is a weird one, yeah. isn't it? But like, yeah. is that because you're just it's sort just, of going, the world's a funny old place, isn't it? <laughs> it's, you're just trying to be humble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what the... Just got I'm a couple give of you, thoughts I want to share. Yeah. I'm going to give you a really different spin on something that yeah. you thought was just regular. That's what That's what scratching the head does. <laughs> they should use that in hip-hop. Yeah. There must, well, there, there are tropes in hip-hop photos, aren't yeah. there? Yeah. There's certainly tropes in hip-hop videos. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and did you listen to the album of offcuts? Not offcuts, but do you know what I mean? His recordings, the number tracks. What the fuck it was called? Untitled. Yeah. Untitled. Um, Jesus. Bottom drawer stuff. <laughs> what was it called? Sarah doesn't have a name. The, al- the, the album that didn't have a name on it. I think I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, man, what's your favourite hip-hop album? So, what's your favourite album? Is your favourite album... Kendrick's first. Yeah, yeah, I think so because obviously it's the first one that I properly listened to, and I just killed it in terms of like listening, 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 listening so much. Like even when I hear it now, like I get goose goosebumps because I remember like where I was, and he just opened my mind a lot to that sort of music and the production, and yeah, it's just yeah, it's good. I mean, I probably know there are better albums out there, but because it's like it's like your first, it's like your first love. You never yeah. you never forget your first love. Yeah, you never forget your first album that you got. You know, um, who was your first love, Rupert? My first love. It's a girl called Amy Butler. Right. It's the first girl I snogged when I was 13. Right. I fell in love with her. And what happened? Was that, was she, did you get I a wrote her a letter. Right. And oh. she never replied and that was it. <gasps> Why did you write her a letter? Did well, you, not... you know, I'm quite old. <laughs> no, but what <laughs> I mean is... Email. What I mean is, yeah. why didn't you speak to her directly? Because she was... That's when I was living abroad. So, oh, yeah. I see. Where did you live? In Dublin. Right, yeah. yeah. And yeah. she was in England. So you had like oh, a pen pal? And she never no, wrote she back? Never, no, it wasn't a pen pal. <laughs> Oh right! Just then you, you have to be—you have to write back for it to be a power. <laughs> was, was, just... like, it was one kiss. That was it. Did you what go did tongues? you say in the letter? Can't remember. Probably oh. something disgusting. Did you go tongues in that first kiss? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, who was your first love, Sarah? Mm, who was my first love? Probably a teacher or something. A teacher? <laughs> yeah, I was just Rummage a fancy used to teacher. Be a teacher. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did you do, maths? <laughs> mm-hmm. How was that? Good. Fucked so many of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> It's 2018. I was the first love of quite a few kids, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> smash through year nine. Um, <laughs> are you sure you want that in? Are you sure that you want that you in? That's, what, that's, what like that's what I used to say to the students yeah. before, so it's all, it's all <laughs> consensual. Um, <laughs> I've had too much coffee, right? Do uh, any of your ex-students listen to this uh, podcast? Do yes. You know? Actually, got I, I got a tweet from... Uh, Somebody that went to the Kendrick gig. Yeah. I think the same one as us. And they used to teach I was there that night as well. well. The same night as us? Yeah. You were at the same Kendrick gig as us? Yeah. I've had too much coffee. <laughs> um, it was amazing, wasn't it? Was it? Oh my God, I was crying. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this is fucking insane. I'm worried we've mentioned it too many times. Do you think so? Maybe. Well, it's because it's the only gig we've been together. Yeah, that's true. So, have yeah. we been to any other hip-hop gigs? No, I don't think so. No. It's um, be the last. Sarah, talk us through the Kendrick experience from your point of view. So, it was at the O2. Mm. Um, where were you sitting? I was sitting quite near the stage. How can I explain it? So, so the first row up from the, the stand-in, right, and then at the front, yeah. near the stage, yeah. fucking banging seats. Actually, were got, you there for James Blake? I wasn't there for James Blake, but actually, I really enjoyed his yeah, set. I great. thought he was wicked. Mm, yeah. Like, but I did a load of MD. So when it's like, <laughs> and all the fucking lasers, I was there like, fuck, man, this is sick. <laughs> You can I hear I filmed it in all the videos. Just like, yeah, this is the one. He won the Mercury Award for this one. Or you can hear me like talking over the video. It's so embarrassing. I was the most annoying person ever. Uh, what did you think of Kendrick's stage show and all that? Incredible. Yeah, nice. absolutely incredible. Mm. Like he just put on the show. And the fact he's just like one guy. There's nothing really. He's like not like dancers or anything mm. like that. Just one person to put on such a show like that. Crazy. Yeah, like that mar- sort of karate guy come out. Oh stage. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was it. And I love all the little videos and stuff in live shows when he did that whole like sort of movie thing. Yeah, the Kung Fu Kenny in, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, have you been to any other hip hop gigs? Uh, I've been to a few, yeah. What yeah. have you been to see? Um, I saw, oh God, the worst one ever was fucking <laughs> Kid Ink. Oh, yeah. Really? So shit. <laughs> He's so shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I went. <laughs> It was full of kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. And this boy was trying to dance with me the whole night. I'm like, fuck off. And it was just, he was so shit because he come out in just like this, like, this uh, vest, obviously co- covered in tattoos. Yeah. And it's sort of the whole, like, getting everyone to do that and all these just, like, middle-class, like, white kids. And the album was whack anyway. Like, I don't know why I went. I think tickets were real cheap. Yeah. It was at Coco. So right. it's a good venue. Yeah. But to be honest, when they play the music before an act comes on, when all the lights are on, they're just, that was the best. Mm. I was just there dancing. I was like, yeah. I, I, just, I could happily do this all night. Mm. When he came on, I was a bit like, we just... Turn, turn the radio yeah. back on, please. Uh, but yeah, that was that was shit. I'll tell you who changed my opinion because I wasn't a huge fan of him before. I liked him. I wouldn't say I was a fan, but I'm definitely a fan now. It was Drake. His live show was insane. It was so good. Okay, hold up. How does it compare to the Kendrick show that we went to? Because now Kendrick, Kendrick was more pan, um, like punchy, and obviously right. I like I like all his tunes. Mm. But Drake was like he had all these like balls coming down from the ceiling. He had all these lights. Like what he was kind like of balls? these like these purple <laughs> these purple balls. What's wrong with it? It's like I that. Don't know. It's like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. It was like loads of them <laughs> right. coming from the ceiling. It's really set the tone. No, <laughs> yeah. I tell you, no. Sorry, that wasn't. I wasn't. I getting, know. I know. But the reason I was asking about balls is like that sounds okay. But then if you're saying like if it's like a ball pit. 
Mm. No, it then, wasn't like that. They were tied to the ceiling and they were just right. coming down. It was all like pink and right. yeah, it looked visually very good. And right. his his rapping was good. And then he was doing stuff with the crowd. He had really good stage presence and that. Sometimes they talk too much. You're like, all right, cringe, man. Just fucking get on with the tunes. Yeah. But um, or they try and be funny. You're like, all right, you're not a comedian. Yeah, like, Kendrick was good for that. He just yeah. went straight from one to the yeah. next. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, and then and then and then when he did speak, mm. he was so uncharismatic, wasn't he? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He, he, I remember one point he sort of he spoke at length about how the Eiffel Tower thing scale was wrong. <laughs> but um, yeah, and also J Cole as well. J Cole was sick. He's really good. Um, J Cole should be bigger than he is, right? Hundred percent. I've seen him a couple of times. The first time I seen him was at, uh, at Wireless, right. and no one was there. Yeah. And he was singing. You know when they like sing a bit and they're like they want the crowd to repeat back. He was doing yeah. that, and I'm thinking, just stop, stop it, because oh, he no. was. No one knew the lyrics. No yeah. one. But he kept doing it. I'm thinking, you're not done. Mm. Just it was really quite embarrassing. He did well, but it was quite embarrassing. I saw. Then now um, the O2, he was he was mad. He was really good. I saw Jerry the Damager. Who I don't. I don't it's probably before your time. So mm. I saw Jerry the Damager, and he was at this festival, and he was doing that thing where he's getting trying to get the crowd to fill bits in and they didn't and he ended up just walking off halfway through his set <laughs> I try and do that in my jokes in a real way um, so J. Cole was good yeah what was the crowd like at J. Cole yeah decent they were quite chilled actually everyone well, was quite because he's very conscious as well so it's like he was doing um he was doing all his tunes, but he came out. It was he had the he had the stage like a um, like a prison cell, and he came out in the orange jumpsuit in chains. But I was a bit like mm, Kendrick did that on one of the award shows, so copying. Yeah. Um, but then like he was like doing all these like really cool speeches in between each tune and about he, what like his views on taxation and stuff. Like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, and then he showed footage right of when the um, police like broke into his house because right. they thought it was like they didn't know that he'd lived there, but they thought there was like drug going on in there. Yeah. Like bashed down all these doors because he's got cameras all around his house and he was like fuck it fuck the police it was, that was pretty banging and everyone was going mad for it now yeah but yeah it was well, good but it was quite, it was quite well cheap that, but you know who he'd call if his high time went missing you know what I mean he'd mm. be straight on the blow also, why has he got cameras all round his house? And it wasn't even a good house. It looked just wasn't like it? no, it was just like an ordinary. It like a, no, like you get those like bungalows in America. Yeah, it's like one of them. Fucking Can you imagine that? Just like watching a girl take off gas, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's not doing this one as a thing. Happened to Stormzy, didn't it? What yes, happened? yeah, that did. Yeah. The police broke into his house because oh, yeah, they yeah. saw just a black guy going, obviously going into a house on an expensive street, and they just oh. thought, oh. He must, yeah. he must be robbing them. Yeah, but that's not the police's fault. Anyone would think that, do you know what I mean? Black yeah, they, did, they got tipped off by neighbours, innit? They got tipped off by Stormzy's own neighbours? They Fuck rung, it's just like there's a black man going in to yeah. the house next door. And then the police He's like, said, I fucking own this house. Why wouldn't the police go, just, just double check, does a black man live there? And yeah, I, go, yeah. It's, I think it might be him, actually. <laughs> I'm glad you asked the question. Don't bother coming over. <laughs> um, so, Jake, any others? Um, who else have I seen? Oh, I saw... Um, I saw Snoop Dogg actually. Yes. He was banging. Yeah. He was sick. <laughs> when did you see him? I saw him. I've seen him at just festivals, but when he he headlined um, Wireless, and then I saw him at Park Life Weekender in like 2013, 2014. Um, did the crowd go for him? Yeah. Everyone just obviously started smoking green and that. It's yeah. good. And what did he? Um, did he do stuff from his? Uh, like, did he do his older stuff? It was he? yeah. It was mainly just classics, really. Right. Because you got to think it's all just kids there, mm. like, and it's at festivals, so you just do sort of like. 
like your hits? I've been listening to his new EP. Have you listened to it? No. It's not got eight is. tracks on it. Two twenty. It's cool. Is he? He's hardly on it. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that? Like, There's one tune I heard. It's like, he, like it's like the first three tracks are like R and B tracks. Yeah. And then a co- he just comes on and goes, yes, yeah, no, the jizzle. Who's, who's, who's on the track then? Who's doing the tr- who's doing the track? I think he might be using it as like to launch other people or something. Right. Because mm. like it's like people I've heard of. Is it um, a Snoop Lion thing? Is that what he's? he's no, that's he, been and gone. Yeah. So what? He's not that yeah. anymore. No. Uh, no. He's only Snoop Lion for a bit because that skunk wore off. Fucking Snoop Lion. That was so funny. Imagine that. Oh, God, it's so funny. No, weed doesn't affect you at all. What's that? <laughs> what are you calling yourself now? Oh, right. You're doing reggae? Oh, wicked. No, that's so great. No, it doesn't have any long term effects. <laughs> Did you listen to any of Snoop Lion's reggae stuff? No. Fucking hell. Was it shit? Would you. <laughs> it was bad. It's not shit. Mm. But I don't think if you were introduced as a new reggae artist, you would listen mm. to it. Yeah. If ain't broke, don't fix it. Why would you want to change? Like you've had a whole He's career of doing something wrong. He, he just met yeah. up with a raster and like smoked some like really strong weed, mm. and then thought I want to do this forever. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Happens, doesn't it? Mm. It was like he had the munchies, and you know, I, I think I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a South Park character? <laughs> 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 I think I'm gonna. <laughs> that was me trying to do Snoop. Can you do? Some- no. Dear Double Chisel. Snizzle dizzle. <laughs> oh god, I'm not even gonna attempt it. So what are you listening to at the moment? I'm listening to at the moment, uh the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Really? Going back. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> It's just good because I've just come out of a very long term relationship and oh, I'm telling shit. you, she, she's good to listen to when, when you're feeling down. Yeah, like, she's she, Yeah, so it's like she's just, oh man. Lost ones, I'm like, yeah. Um, are you a Fuji? Did, have you listened to any of the Fuji's albums, or is it just Lauren Hill you're into? Just, yeah, I'm just getting into that at the moment because I was listening to the um, MTV Unplugged one before that, yeah, which was decent, and I was like, fucking hell, she's sick. Which I knew she was sick, but like to listen to her stuff like pro- properly, go through it properly, it's like, yeah, she's amazing. Are you a, a Lauren Hill fan, right now? Yeah, I am. Not nowadays, but yeah. Why not nowadays? She sort of just lost it a little bit now. Yeah. Mm. Her older stuff's I definitely better. I saw Fuji's better. live in Manchester. Did you? Incredible, yeah. Nas supported. It's amazing My gig on a Ready or Not album. Yeah, it's incredible. Really good gig. Um, yeah. Have you seen Lauren Hill live? No. Don't. <laughs> yeah, there's been reports out there recently of uh, just sort of. I saw her. Why? What's oh, she like live then that makes her? It's dreadful. Why? Well, she sort of comes on and she's got a full band and everything and you get mm. all excited and a lot of people around me were going, oh, she's turned up, that's good, mm. it's a positive start. Mm. And then, she, because she's done such, she's done so few songs, like, you know, she's not prolific, is she? She did, mm. has she done, has she even done anything since Miss Education and Lauren Hill? I think there she's, might be one other album. Right. Mm. So, um... So she does her songs, but does like she's obviously bored of the original versions of them because she's done them so much. Mm. So she just does like 
weird version. So like, oh, I hate that. Like, yeah. You can't even like sing along. Yeah, yeah. So she came on to Everything Is Everything, but she just does some weird version of it. Like Everything Is Everything, Everybody. <laughs> like, it's like it's a little musical. Yeah, and I was gonna say like the uh, Oliver or something like that. Like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, comes on with some chimney sweeps, and then you just so. sort of feel like the energy leave the room as everyone mm. sort of realizes that shit is, is going to be crap. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I hate that. I hate when artists fuck around with the tune too much. I know. That's yeah. what, again what I liked about Kendra. He just kept it how it was. Yeah, I didn't fuck it up too much. Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing to know that about her. But then I heard that about Janae Aiku as well. Like I heard that she was shit live, and then I went to see her live, and she was amazing. So sometimes yeah. we all have off rumor. days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, we do. Does she not usually turn up then, Lauren? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Or well, she turns up, she's half cut. No, she's not. Really? <laughs> <laughs> she really she sounds like me. I think I've just made that up. I think I've she's just half made cut. That. I think I've just made that up. <laughs> uh, okay. Is there anything about hip hop that you don't like? I don't like it when it's too aggressive. No? Yeah, I'm not really, not really on that. Um, like who? Is there anyone you can think of that? that like Run you? DMC. <laughs> yeah, do you know what fucks me off about Run the MC? Just constantly, okay, I, I fancy walking the other way. Just leave me alone. <laughs> you, you keep banging on do. about this for, mate. You should listen to a bit of MOP. I think. Yeah. To get a bit of that anti up. Yeah. yeah. Every now and again, it's all right, but it's like I don't need to pretend to act like a gangster. Like, I can just. I do like that, though. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, like... some people love it, but I. Uh... No, it's not really for me. No. Um, I like putting on like MOP or something and then just like driving to Tesco's. <laughs> I, not when I've got stuff and to buy. And you're very there. still what? when that's happening. I'd imagine you're very still, even though that, <laughs> the Larry's tunes playing and just like that. <laughs> but inside, you're bubbling. Um, I'm trying to get my kids into uh, hip hop. Mm. And we've done a. Oh, but, oh, this is the other wow, thing. they're pretty young. Pardon? They're pretty young. Yes, they are. This is our Spotify playlist, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we've got a Spotify playlist, mm. Kid Friendly Hip Hop, which has had to have a, a couple of rejigs because <laughs> it turned out not all of it was as kid friendly as <laughs> I'd initially thought. Mm. Um, but there's some jump up tunes on there, mm. and my kids are starting to get into it now, you know. That's great. Decent. Um, mm. Although I did play them uh, Willy Bum Bum. Have you heard Willy Bum Bum? No. <laughs> so Sounds good. I was away <laughs> recently, and um, there's a song by Mickey Avalon called. Uh, what's it called? My Dick. Right? Oh, yeah. Have you heard this song? My Dick. My Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make a musical version of it. My Dick. My Dick. <laughs> the worst thing about a song called My Dick is yeah. when you have a go at singing it. Yeah. You sound like how you just did. Yeah. So anyway, My Dick, it's like, it's just, it's just a, I don't know, this is such a boring story. But anyway. So it's where he just goes, my dick is big as a table, your dick mm. is barely fucking able. Like, it's just loads of like, mm. my dick's amazing, your dick's mm. shit, it's hilarious. Mm. Anyway, I sent it to a mate of mine, yeah. and I said, have you heard this song? It's from years ago, Somebody, I, 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 but I just heard it recently. I sent it to a mate, and he said, have you heard this? Mm. And he sent me Willy Bum Bum, right? And that's the kid-friendly version of my dick, is it? No, oh. it's just a fucking weird song from a couple of years ago. But it's going, it's going okay. I've got a little willy, I stick it in my bum. Oh, me and my willy have all sorts of fun. Anyway, the reason I mention it is <laughs> hilarious. And I played it to my kids. 
Because I thought, oh, Willy Bambano's not... And they won't stop fucking... Lisa's furious at me. They won't stop singing it, and they've started introducing their friends to it. Have you put it on the kid-friendly playlist? No, but I will do. Shall I? Yeah, yeah, why not? What I'm going to do, I'm just going to put a warning out now. At the end of the playlist, I'm going to put Willy Bambam. And you just have to know that at the end of that playlist, it's about four hours long. So if you've been listening for about four hours, the next song is probably going to be Willy Bambam. Let's <laughs> out fucking that. coffee, mate. This is insane. I've got a little willy. I put it in my bum. Me and my bum have all kinds of fun. Me and my willy are really old friends. Would I put that with my willy hole in? Sarah, um, you're listening to Miseducation of Lauren Hill at the moment. I'm going to recommend you an album. Yes. Uh, Rupert, have you been listening to anything recently? I've been listening to that anime that you recommended. Amine. Yes. Amine. Yeah, you like Amine. Amine. Yeah. Uh, so Amine. Good, good out, as an album, it's a good album. It's a great album, yeah. yeah. That's that's a good recommendation. Mm. Um, so, I don't know if you're going to like this based on what you've just told me. Okay. But um, there was a group called Helter Skelter, and the mm. two members of Helter Skelter, I'm sounding like I'm starting a story, like a kid's story. <laughs> um, Settling, guys. Yeah. So, Rock and Rock were the two members of it. Rock, Sean Price. Sean Price died. But they released, at the end of last year, uh, a posthumous album called Imperious Rex. And I've been banging that album out. And it's my Romesh recommendation (laughs) of the week. What sort of vibe is it? Uh, it's just it's just him, sort of brag rapping basically. Okay, yeah. But it's just something very compelling about it, mm. and I like I really like his flow. Mm. So is it in a good. similar style musically, in a similar style to their you know early stuff? Yes, yeah. it is pretty much. Um, and but the only thing is, some of it there's a track. Some of the some of the disses are like really. Like, there's a track with a guy called Rusty Jux on it, right? Right. And he says, he says something like, I'm paraphrasing it. Bullets will tear through your Avrex. You get paid money to engage in gay sex, right? And I just think, come on, mate, we're not yeah. eight. Like, like it's such a fucking <laughs> stupid. You should play him Willy Willy Bum Bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about that level yeah, of yeah. fucking maturity. <laughs> plug one, plug two. Guest plugs for you. All right, cool. Sarah, um, this is your opportunity to plug what you're up to at the moment. So what have you? what are you doing and what have you got coming up? So I'm basically just working towards my show, my new show for 2018. The It's called The Ballad of Sarah Callahan. Oh, uh, why um, is it called The Ballad of Sarah Callahan? Because uh, it's a mixture of comedy and poetry. Whoa! How will it work? Will it work? Will it work? It fucking works, mate, and it's sick. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. I'm very, very happy with hold it. On, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Turn mm. down the fucking ego a minute. <laughs> uh, have, you, have you tried this before? No, never done it before, never. Right. And um, I, I, even I was like, it's never going to work. Then it, that flow just won't, won't work. You know, it's like you do music yeah. and comedy at mm. night, and night, never really. And I've done a few previews, and it's like it's really nice. Like the, the audience just goes, changes with the tone with me. You know what I mean? And um, what made you? So are the poems comedy poems? No, they're not. They're not. So like they're kind of links into each section. There's only four poems in in the whole bit. Right. Uh, in the in the whole hour, and um, 
it's nice because usually in an hour show you need like a 40 minute mark with like mm. a bit of music or something to kind of get people's attention but because I'm doing the poems over music over music up, yeah. yeah every mm. it's like their attention has they're with me the whole way which yeah. is never I've never had that in a whole show before so that's that's cool um, but yeah nice no, but it's been good it's been touching people and the, you know it, the comedy bits as well I'm trying to like make them as gag heavy as possible because I know the critics going to be like oh it's not comedy it's spoken, it's spoken words like, no 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 it's a comedy show yeah. with poems you know um, what made you start doing poems I've been writing poetry for years, but I like never really like um, I told people you... about it. I was a bit embarrassed, and then uh, but then I started doing them, and then people were like, "Oh, you're good. You should you should you right. know take take mm. more to that." So, I, so I saw you posted on Instagram about that Tupac poetry book. Was it Rose that grew from concrete? That's sick. I literally bought that the other day. Yeah, it's well good. Yeah, it's all the poems that he wrote. I think it was his. Uh, it was not his mum. Some someone. Uh, basically released it but oh, yeah it's yeah. well good because in each page it's the poems and then the other side it's like a photocopy of the actual like notebook in which it was originally written in yeah it's sick. um it's a bit dangerous that isn't it because like imagine if you wrote a, wrote a load of poems and then you die and then mm. somebody goes through your notebook and puts out your po- i mean no context you've got no mm. idea if yeah. tupac <laughs> or his, what, like yeah what if you didn't yeah he didn't like him he didn't mm. think they were good enough i mean the rose that grew from concrete even that as a phrase doesn't sound very tupac-y does it <laughs> But I don't think he came up with it. <laughs> and I don't think I should say too packy anymore. So You're allowed to say that out of all of us sitting around this table. Because what, sir? Because I'm a packy. Is that why? Um, uh so where, where are you doing that show? So I'm doing that show. Um, I'm previewing it all, all all around in London, Brighton. I did Leicester, and then I'm taking it to the New Zealand Comedy Festival nice. in April. So if you know anyone in Wellington or Auckland, send them send them my, my way. And then I'm going to be taking it to Edinburgh. So I'll be up for the whole month of Edinburgh doing it. Fuck, there as well. man, you're doing Edinburgh. It's almost ten years, you know. Next year will be a decade. I've been doing Edinburgh. Wow, <laughs> fucking mad, isn't it? So I'm, I'm I'm due for a year off soon. I think. Yeah, you need to stop. Yeah, going. otherwise it just merges into one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you like Edinburgh? Uh, not as much as I used to. No. It's changed. The vibes old. changed, man. Like my show yeah. this year is about gangs and like the cliqueiness of like, like different gangs. But I definitely shine a light on comedy. The way comedy's just become very cliquey and like. Yeah. Fuck off! I'm not jumping yeah. through hoops. You know what I mean? Like, book me if you want to book me, or don't yeah. if you don't. It's just like, oh god. Uh, <laughs> Sarah, you have been a great guest, best yeah. guest ever. Amazing, yeah. Thank, thank you. So you. Much for Thanks on. for having me. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, that's it. Rupert, is there anything you want to? No, just goodbye. Oh, are you actually going to do the weight thing now? The what? You start trying to lose some weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts. It's and by, by the way, by the time we come back, mm. Rupert might be. Oh yeah, I might be a dad. Yeah, she probably will be. Wow. Adam, you might not. be a dad now, mightn't you? No, by the time this comes out, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So congratulations to me. Yeah, if you have had and it. My missus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon.